Welcome, Wandies. This week, we're handing the show over to you. We are halfway through the series now. Can you believe it, Caroline? No, I can't. It's just flying by. Yeah. You know, sometimes I feel like life is just slipping through my fingers. I'm just getting older. And I've never achieved anything. And before you know it, I'll be dead. Yeah. Um, well, it's 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 now time to hear from you guys, the Wandies, the fans of the show. Caroline, you've got some voice notes. Yes. And thank you to all of the Wandies for sending in your voice notes this week. I've had some really lovely messages Also one that I did have to report to the police. But the first one here is from Ellie. She says that she is Pinky Black's biggest fan. Hi Alfie, hi Caroline. I'm just voice noting in to say that I'm such a big fan of the Gun and Wand podcast. My favourite episode was the Harry Forthright episode. I'm actually uh, the top contributor to his Wikipedia page. So it was really helpful to just like fill in, you know, some of the gaps there and also kind of give some clues about like what his whereabouts might be at any time or or like his family's whereabouts and stuff. So um, thank you so much. I loved that. Um, I do have a question. I was wondering what it was like to meet Harry, you know, in the flesh. I'm just really interested to hear about your experience of that. Like, were there any notable smells? Um, Did you get to experience touching him? I I would really like a a full rundown of all five senses if you can. Um, But yeah, just wanted to reiterate, love the podcast. And yeah, I'm just really grateful. I've been re-listening to that episode so much. It's been a real help to me since um, I'm no longer allowed within 500 foot of Harry um, or indeed any school. So thank you so much for that. And um, love to your families. Well, Ellie, you're clearly a pervert, but just so you'll stop messaging, he looked gorgeous, he had a sultry voice, he had a vice-like handshake, he smelled of shoe polish, and we didn't taste him. Thank you so much to Ellie once again. Uh, That was the one I did have to report to the police. Now we have a really special message from Alison. She has sent us a voice note from her great-grandfather, who was actually living in London in the 1920s. Wow, 1920s London. Yes. That's where the main character of the show is from. Yes. Incredible. It is. When I was a boy, I had many friends. Now, now I only... No pain. Thank you so much. Jesus. Thank you so much, Alison, for that wonderful message. Yes, thanks, Alison. What was his name? She didn't say. Well, Alison's great-grandfather, it was really cool to hear your reminiscences and rest in peace. He's not dead. Right, sorry, yeah, yeah. What else you got for us, Caroline? Well, we all remember Jeremy Irons' performance as the High Wizard Moonbeam and the nude scenes that he did in episode one. Well, this caller wants more of that. Hi there, Damien from from Hertfordshire calling in. Uh, I was a big fan of the show, if I'm honest, when it first started, but but, but I think it lured in viewers with with a false promise uh, of a show that, that would contain some serious nudity but then failed to deliver on that. I mean, we all remember, you know, in episode one, that gorgeous, you know, shot of 
of moonbeams, well, anus, quite quite frankly. And and as as you'll remember, you know, Jeremy Irons had had trimmed his pubic hair into a delightful, almost sort of cheddar man um, type type image. And it's you know it was something to behold, wasn't it? It was a talking point. I mean, it spawned you know countless copycat pubic haircuts. You know, men and women would be would be going into their local Brazilian, and instead of you know, back sack and crack. It was oh, shaving a moonbeam. You know, it was, it was nationwide stuff. We, you know, we all wanted our anal hair to look like Jezza's. And then episode three, you know, we got, we got a full glimpse, didn't we, of Pinky in the flesh? And and let's just say that you know, well, Pinky may refer to the little finger, but there was there was nothing little little about that finger, was there? Um, I'm referring to his penis. Um, but but I, I have to say, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry to level this criticism, but I think I thought BHO were absolutely craven. I think they bowed to the commercial pressure of sanitising everything for more widespread consumption, and uh, frankly, I think it's pathetic. Um, I was there for the tits, mainly. To be honest, I, I, I turned it off. Actually, at that point in my life, I, I discovered pornography. Um, highly recommend if, if you're not uh, already engaging. Why'd you choose that one? I thought he made some valid points. Cheddar man image. Doesn't he mean that chalk man in Dorset? The one with the erection. Thanks, Damien. Next one. There were some slug monsters on the show recently. Yep, they ambushed Pinky Black and Muriel in the forest very slowly. This next caller has a problem with their accents. Hello, it's it's Lou, long-time listener of the Gun and Wand. Call me a gunner. Bone, though. Problem. Huge problem. Why are all the slug monsters northern? Why? It's every single one. All all of them. Are we slugs? Are northern people slugs? Do you not care about the northern slug working class? We are not slugs. We are people. It's got deeper meaning. There's a deeper meaning to this. Why is the hero Cockney? Fuck, southerners, it's always southerners. Why are they all northern? Are we dirty, slimy? The amount of salt we consume. I think that's an interesting perspective. Caroline, you're from Northern Ireland. What about Irish representation on the show? I thought that the hobgoblins were meant to be Northern Irish, but then I realised they were just making noises. Right, yeah, they just go... Don't do that. Well, look, we've had a lot of negative comments. How about some positive takes? Any any positive takes on the show? Yes. Here's Mustafa. Hey, y'all. Mustafa here. First-time listener, long-time caller. I just want to say I'm enthralled, you know? I, I love I love magic, first of all. I love magic. But it's not all about that, you know? It's also about, like, politics and lore and history. And, and I love I love a fish-out-of-water story, you know? You have a hero, you have a protagonist who they don't really fit the bill, you know. They're not they're not the biggest guy, they're not the tallest dude, you know, they're pretty short, big feet, all that stuff. And uh you, you don't you don't expect him to save the day. He doesn't expect him to save the day, but I think, you know, he just might. Uh I also love that it revolves around like this one item, you know, this one weapon that nobody else has, but when they get it they might just uh, rule the kingdom. It's nuts, yeah. How does a ring do all that stuff? But yeah, uh, big fan of Gollum too. People say I look like him. So, uh, make some... 
maybe make him more handsome or something. But yeah, can't wait to see more apps. Well, that's Lord of the Rings. He's obviously just talking about Lord of the Rings. Oh, God. It's um, fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, God. You probably think I'm a rubbish producer. <laughs> no, no, I love you, you. You're fine. Don't worry. Well, this next listener is definitely a big fan. Hi, this is Linda from Wiltshire. I'm just phoning in because I've absolutely loved this programme. Now, I'm part of my local choir and so I thought I would write a little song uh, to dedicate to the programme and and Pinky Black. Okay, thank you. Pinky, Pinky, he's a man If he can't draw it, no one can Pinky, Pinky, he's a man dedicated to the leader of the pack. He's our man, our guy, our lad. Is Pinky Black. Pinky Black. The leader of the gang, Porky Dogs. And he's having thoughts of murdering again. Even if they're children, he's gonna kill them. He travels through a portal to the kingdom of the wizards. Turns out the only hazards are defying Pinky Black, and you'll get a smack in the face with a bullet. bullet. Pinky's got a revolver. Has nobody told ya that he's gonna be the king forever? And ever, 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 ever? In this land or in another, no one has to suffer. If you're on his side, just slide into our gang. We're called Team Pinky, and I think we have got to tell some of the men to step aside. Is that the last voice note? Uh-huh. Good. Well, I actually have one more voice note to share. It came to my personal phone. It's from Harry Forthright himself. Wow. Who actually plays Pinky Black, of course. Uh, he just wanted to add something to his interview that we had in uh, episode one. Hi, uh, Alfie and Caroline. It's uh, Harry. Um, look, I've been thinking a lot about the conversation the other week that we had Um and I've been thinking about the whole controversy around me and the AD and the chair that was thrown at him on set and may or may not have taken out an eyeball. Um, I, how can I put this? I, none of this controversy really matters. Um, even our incredible show doesn't really matter. I mean, just look at the news feed, the wars, the injustice, fiscal drag. That stuff right there, that's what really matters. Um, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I love my work. And, and for me to be allowed to keep doing the work... Um, I, I need to make an apology. Um, so, yeah, um, just during the interview, um, I called um, the AD stupid, um, and that was that was wrong to say on a podcast. I'm sorry, Gareth. Um, yeah, Gareth might sometimes uh, forget an actor's dietary requirements, but that man is not deliberately stupid. Um, I've already spoken with Gareth about the chair thing, and you know he totally sees where I'm coming from now. Um, I just wish he saw where the chair was coming from. Um, but we hugged it out and uh, he even gave me a little wink. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a wink. Um, obviously, he's got the eye patch. Um, there's nothing but respect there now. Um, love what you're doing with the pod. Uh, it's been an honour. Yeah. Goodbye. And then I got this other one four minutes later. 
Oh, and it's true that I also locked my wizard language consultant in my trailer for a month and a half. Um, this was crucial for my process, but yeah, uh, should have opened the windows. That's on me. So um, I've personally asked my agent to send Brian a gift hamper. Thanks so much, guys. Cheers. I guess all there is to do now is to say the magic farewell, as we do every episode. Randox Boloko. Oh, uh, Alfie, some listeners have asked us to stop doing that because they find it annoying. Hmm. Okay. Well, goodbye then. 